Greetings, fellow listeners and podcasters, on this 14th of September, 2022. My goodness. You know, if you stop and listen, you can still faintly hear the sounds of people ringing in 2022 back in January. January, people. The new year came and went. Spring and summer came and went. Kiddos went back to school, and now we are just a few days away from fall. It's unbelievable, isn't it? Fall. Where did the year go? Well, in thinking about thinking about that brought me to today's podcast topic. It's centered around the dreaded word procrastination. Yeah, you, you probably winced a little bit when I said that. Have you ever heard either yourself or someone you know say, one of these days I'm going to... You're going to do what exactly? Start working out? Build that new deck out back? Do a triathlon? Or or just something as simple as getting organized? I have a question for you. What's wrong with now? Like right now? Why put those things off? Is it a confidence issue? Uh, Do you feel as if you don't have enough time in your day to, to do the things you've been putting off? Procrastination will kill a few things inside you. Even worse, it gives you low self-confidence, low energy, and can lead to depression. This is largely in part to when we procrastinate, we feel guilt and anxiety about doing something that we should have done without issue in the first place. That makes sense? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. But before we get into that, uh, before we get into the podcast, I'd like to give a huge shout out to my sponsor, um, Magic Mind. So athletes have Gatorade, and now creators have Creatorade with Magic Mind. In a small two-ounce shot, you get a very powerful packed drink that contains things like matcha to give you energy, adaptogens that help you relax, and nootropics that keep you focused, and honey, which just makes you happy. Who doesn't like honey, right? There are 12 ingredients in all and that are all organic and have amazing properties that will give you energy and keep you focused in your day so you can crush tasks and get more accomplished in general. You won't find that jittery little jolt you find with energy drinks and coffee. Instead, you're going to experience a very calming, very focused effect that's going to allow you to dial in your day. Head on over to magicmind.co to learn more. They even have a convenient subscription that you can sign up for their magical little drink that will show up right to your door. Okay, so I read a great short article on Business Insider's website, and I'll share it with you all here. It's an article read by Ms. Uma Sharma and Ms. Allie Neward, and the article is entitled, What Happens to Your Brain and Body When You Procrastinate Too Much? Okay, and here it is. There's a reason why people are such bad procrastinators. It's easy. Procrastinating feels great. But it's not so great for your brain since it pits two of your brain's heavy hitters, your limbic system, and your prefrontal cortex into a literal head-to-head match. Most of us have procrastinated at some point in our lives, but about one in every five of us are compulsive about it putting off tasks and chores nearly every chance we get. They're called chronic procrastinators. And it turns out this behavior is a lot more damaging than you might think. We get it. Work is hard. 
But when you choose to watch TV over doing laundry or washing the dishes, you've just launched an all-out battle in your brain. One side is your prefrontal cortex. That's part of your that's the part of your brain that sets long-term goals and regulates self-control. It's telling you that those dishes aren't going to clean themselves. On the opposing side is your limbic system. It deals with pleasure, arousal, and reward. And it's telling you that washing dishes is no fun and that you'll have a better time doing something else. So procrastination essentially puts your brain in its happy place. It feels good. That's why you do it. But just because it feels good doesn't necessarily mean it's good for you. Okay. For example, several studies have found that undergraduate college students who procrastinated had a lower uh, GPA in the latter half of the semester compared to non-procrastinators. I think that's that's pretty fair. That's pretty fair um, science there. They were also more likely to get sick based on their healthcare visits. Moreover, other studies have found that procrastinators report higher levels of guilt and anxiety when they choose to procrastinate in the first place. And if you keep it up, research has found that chronic procrastination is linked to low self-confidence, low energy, and depression. That's bad stuff. Bad, bad stuff, guys. Overall, your quality of life will probably be worse than if you just listen to your prefrontal cortex. And you may think you just have a different workflow that you perform better under pressure. But sorry to say, there are no studies to support any benefits of chronic procrastination. Bottom line, it is unhealthy, people. But not all hope is lost. In fact, researchers have conducted dozens of scientific studies in search for ways to help procrastinators. What they found time and time again is that how you think about tasks can make a huge difference in how likely you are to procrastinate on them. Tasks like saving for retirement, for example, it's, it's abstract, but there's no immediate deadline, so you can always start tomorrow. And, and it's just mentally that can lead you to procrastinate, that this, this mental feeling that can lead you to put things off like this. Instead, make your tasks more concrete in your mind. Make them more specific is what, is what the authors are saying here. For example, a study in 2011 discovered that people given an illustration of how they might look at retirement were more likely to say they would save money for retirement than people without an illustration. So we're talking about a graphic here. So I'm a big picture guy. I, I, I you know, I can, I can learn just about anything with pictures here. The image was something tangible and therefore painted a more concrete picture of their inevitable future. Whatever the task, do your health a favor and do the work. You might just enjoy that TV show even more once you get to it. Super great advice, right? Now, I want to take a quick turn and talk about the what-ifs of procrastination. The what-ifs, as I call them, are, are things that you could have done, but because you decided to put things off, it's way too late. Maybe it's that conversation with your kids about being safe that you should have had before an incident happened. Maybe it's that phone call or text that uh, you should have made on your way home to let your spouse or significant other know that you're on your way home before that auto accident happened to you. Or maybe it's a simple I love you before you go to bed to your kids, spouse, or, or, or significant other, to, to, to whoever you need to say that because 
We just don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. Ladies and gentlemen, I can tell you that that procrastination does one thing and it delays the inevitable. Whatever the inevitable may be, and, and insert that there, it just puts it off and it, usually not for the better. One of my most favorite sites, uh, the team over at lifehack.org, they wrote an article that tells us the detriments of procrastination. Specifically, they state eight of the worst things that can happen as a result of procrastination. And, and those things are losing precious time. You think, you think you're gaining time by procrastinating, but you're not, you're, you're really not. Um, and I can go ahead and I'll tell on myself on this one is I'm taking a master's course right now. And uh, I'm <laughs> funny. I, I want to mention this phrase, good under pressure with strong air quotes. Um, I think that I can sit here and wait for assignments to get done all on the last day. Lost a bunch of precious time. Terrible, terrible way to go about your studies. You're blowing opportunities. What If you don't do something today, um, you might be blowing an opportunity that might not be there in 24 hours. Maybe it might be a, a job posting that you should have applied to right there and then when you found it. You're thinking, yeah, I'm, I'm on Indeed.com. You know, it's going to be it's going to be there tomorrow. Not always the case. Not meeting goals. Not meeting goals is huge, especially if you've mapped them out and you've taken the time to do research and figure out where it is you want to be in a certain amount of time. Not meeting goals is, 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 is a big one. Ruining a career. Procrastinating can ruin a career. Maybe you wanted to take on that huge project that could get you in front of a bunch of people that you needed to get in front of to make you seen and have your skill sets showcased. Don't wait. Take the chance. Don't let it ruin your career. Low self-esteem. Again, I'm going to tell on myself. Every time I've procrastinated, I have that guilt and anxiety and I lay awake at night when, when I need precious sleep thinking to myself, you know what, bonehead, why did you do that? Why, why didn't you just get it done? Low self-esteem, I'm telling you, it, that, that, that can have more health, health um, detriments to you than, than, than you think. Making poor decisions. Now, when, you're, when you procrastinate, guess what? Your window of time has shortened. So you're going to make, you're, you're more than likely going to make a decision that's going to be rushed. It's going to be um, abrupt and it's probably not going to be the best decision on, on uh, whatever task it is that you have at hand. If you would have just simply had a few more days um, and not procrastinated. Make sense? Damaging your, your reputation. Hey, look, managers are famous for this. Because they'll 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 sit there and they'll tell a group of people or or you know the direct reports, hey, I'm gonna get this done for you. Days, weeks, even months I've seen go unanswered. And now you've just lost credibility with your team and no one's gonna want to perform for you. And guess what? Damaging your reputation like that, people are gonna know, people are gonna know you as, hey, this this manager is, you know, every time we ask them to do something, it just gets put on put off on the back burner. So we, I guess we really don't matter. And the last, the last thing that uh, Lifehack talks about is risking your health. Why are you going to needlessly stress yourself out by risking your health? Ladies and gentlemen, don't do that. So again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run through these, through these eight real quick, um, just to list them. Losing precious time, blowing opportunities, 
not meeting goals, ruining a career, low self-esteem, making poor decisions, damaging your reputation, and risking your health. All right, so what's the bottom line here? Just get out and do it, all right? To put it bluntly, just get off your ass and take care of business, ladies and gentlemen. That's, that's the long and short of it. You know, five-time best-selling author and podcaster Gretchen Rubin of The Happiness Project keeps herself to a simple rule. She calls it the one-minute rule, and, and she states, I follow a one-minute rule. If I can do something in less than one minute, hang up my coat, read a letter and toss it, load paper into the printer, answer an email, I don't let myself stall. This doesn't sound like it would have a dramatic effect, but it does. Gretchen, ma'am, thank you so much for that, for that insight. That, that is, it's simple. It's so simple and it works. All right, folks, just like I said earlier, just get it done. If you wait on, on all the, the little one-minute ankle biter tasks that Ms. Gretchen Rubin mentioned, then what are you going to do when a big ticket item in life presents itself? Will you be able to move forward? Or will you stall and put off for tomorrow what you really need to take care of today? Ask yourself that question. All right. As always, check me out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And finally, my website over at cmike.org. That's cmike.org. And that is the courtesy of the brilliant, brilliant staff over at podpage.com. Super cool people. Make sure and fill out the contact form to subscribe and drop me some comments, either on my blog or my podcast website. Again, you can find both at cmike.org. And one more word from our sponsor. Join me Join me in October for the 14 Days of Magic Challenge. How much good can we achieve if we collectively make a commitment to our best selves for 14 days? Think about that for a minute. What can you achieve if you're doing your best for 14 days? The objectives of the 14-day uh, challenge are this. Help save the Amazon rainforest. With every view and every drink, Magic Mind will donate towards the reforesting of the Amazon rainforest. Guys, the Amazon rainforest makes up of more than 20% producer of the world's oxygen. Think of that for a minute. Drink a Magic Mind shot once a day for 14 days to give your brain superpowers and see how much more you can actually get done. Do your best for 14 days, lead the challenge, and join the community to generate as much global productivity, positivity, well-being, and mindfulness as we can. Stay, stay tuned to my social media for more information on the 14 Days of Magic Challenge. I'll be using the hashtag 14 Days of Magic with upcoming announcements. Go to magicmind.co and hear what creator uh, and best-selling author on Nootropics, James Bashara has to say about his research and his story behind developing this incredible little drink. So before we end today, I wanted to share that um, I had the privilege to watch a replay of the Foo Fighters Taylor Hawkins tribute concert uh, about two weeks ago. And it struck a chord with me when Taylor's son, Shane, took to the drum kit and just incessantly beat the drums as they played the song, My Hero. So, for all you Foo Fighters fans out there, uh, My Hero is, is definitely one of my most favorite songs from that band, uh, and he rocked it. YouTube it, it's just, it's amazing. He played that perfectly in honor of his late father, Taylor. Um, 
That made me think of a line from another Foo Fighters classic song entitled, These Days. The line that struck me fits in line with this podcast today, and that line is, One of these days, your heart will stop and play its final beat. When your time comes, what ghosts will be sitting around your bed? What regrets will you have from procrastinating on the things that were deemed important, but instead got put on the back burner? The time is now. Tomorrow may or may not come, ladies and gentlemen. Get up. Suit up. Show up. Charlie Mike. Bye now.